1: G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Spring I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we have a hell of a cost-of-fuck show for you today. Uh, I am stuck on my way to the adult con in Los Angeles, where Alexis has already beat me there, so she's our person on scene, um, except she's paranoid and hates speaking in public, but she's there, so she's going to be stuck talking to people for us. Hi, Lex. Welcome. Hi, Sam. (laughs) Then, of course, we have my favorite co-host and yours, Paul Michael Bowen, who he himself has done porn. So this is going to be a very porn-heavy episode. We're going to be talking about some of the cool stuff they have there, some of the things we wish they didn't invent. And we're going to be cussing about traffic on the way to Los Angeles. Or at least I'm going to be doing that. Paul's sitting nicely at home because he's the smart one. But Paul, I believe, is going to be there tomorrow when I have when when we have our panel, right?
2: Yeah, and I'll be uh, seeing you later on tonight too.
1: Yeah, so, uh, I'm so gonna, I'm really take really off. interesting.
2: Mhm. Yeah, Ellie, LA. I've been to. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been to the adult con. I think, uh, I think maybe four years ago. You know, did we lose you?
1: No, we're just because I'm driving. It's in and out.
2: <laughs> so that's the kind of show you're going to have today, so, folks. Okay.
1: Mm, yeah, the kind of show you're going to have is, shit, I lost reception. Oh, my God. My boyfriend's pretending to be an assistant because my assistant keeps firing my uh, second assistant. So when she's not around, I don't have any help which leaves my boyfriend helping me, and that's just not a situation you want to be in. Because that ruins relationships, trust me. Now, I'm going to ask you, Lex, what does the con look like so far? Well, I actually just bumped into Aspen Edwards here. We'll throw him on. Let's have a go. Just one moment, please. Hey, Hi, hey, it's Aspen. How are you doing? Good Austin. How are you doing? Sure. there's a
2: lag. Uh, I guess Hello? we were doing fine. We we were there for a second. There,
1: there for a second. Hey, Alexis broke a phone. Oh, do we have you? Hey, it's Aspen. How are y'all doing? We are doing great. How are you? Are you enjoying the con? I'm doing good, trying to get everything set up, looking forward to a great weekend. Now, I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite part of adult con? Uh, the people, really. You just, you never know who you're going to meet. It's just, it's freaking awesome. Who is the weirdest person you've ever met there? Who is the What? Who is the weirdest person you've ever met at a con? Uh, I prefer not to answer that question, actually. <laughs> I don't really want to get in trouble. trouble. I don't want to throw anybody me. under the bus. Uh-huh.
2: Okay, okay. The most interesting person you meet, you've meet, you met at adult con. There you
1: go. I, 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 I do have to say, I always get the same answer. When I say the worst, it's always Andy Dick. So it's nice that someone didn't say Andy Dick for a change. So who was the most interesting person you've met? Uh, the most interesting, I think, would have to be the guy that followed me around my Miami for about a week after the con. That was that was a little freaky. That's worse than Andy Dix. <laughs> that would definitely, definitely, definitely be very, very, very odd. Yes. Just yeah. Now you're quite oh, yeah. popular. You've got you you've got big Twitter following. You've got. All kinds of stuff going on here. Yeah. I keep creating. How did you me? get into um, Sorry, what was that? How did you get into doing this? Uh, I kind of fell into it. I started dancing when I was about ni- 18, 19, and it just kind of manifested to the next level. So. Now, I've got to tell you, as a feminist, I always support women that make money the way they want to. And on the flip side, I know a lot of young girls that are pressured into it, and this just is not the time we're going to talk about that part of the show. That's part of my speech tomorrow, where I tell everyone kind of how to get famous doing it and how to stay away from the traps. Because there are a lot of traps in this industry. But you seem to have avoided them and really done well for yourself. Thank you. you. How did you avoid those pitfalls? Um, I've got a good support system around me. Uh, I've got a good friend and family base that are always watching out for me to make sure I don't go somewhere I shouldn't. So it's, it's really important to have that base with you. I like that. Next question. And this is going to be an interesting one. Who's been your favorite star and your least favorite (laughs) star? Oh, I really don't want to answer that. <laughs> okay, who's your favorite? We don't have to say least favorite. Um, of all time or of all time? I have to say Nina Hartley. She's I've met her. She's amazing. Um, she's just, she's really great. That's awesome. Now, where do you see yourself going from here? There are so many people that are transitioning now into film. Um, some, you know, transitioning to webcams. Some creating their own webcam companies. Some um, becoming producers themselves. Where do you see yourself transitioning? I've really, I'm mean, actually in the process of trying to transition into owning my own production company. I've got it started. It just hasn't fully come off the ground yet. Um, that candy shop nightmare, we can't be in front of the camera forever. So there's definitely a call to have some kind of fallback. See, I never saw it as a fallback. I was an underwear model for quite a while and I transitioned into acting, which is how I met Paul, my co-host. Um, and he can tell you I'm very bad at it. So I became a producer or originally an assistant to a producer. And I don't think moving on as falling back. I think it's the natural progression of your career. You, once you perform, you get an eye for who's a good performer, who's not a good performer. So stepping back and creating your own production company is a very natural step because you know what you're looking for, you know what the business is, you know how to create it, better than anyone else because you've done it. Yeah. That, that, that's just my humble opinion. Sorry. <laughs> Take a caller. So who's your Pardon? I'm sorry. I was talking to... There you go. Sorry. I was talking to a friend. Needed to borrow a Sharpie. I will uh, <laughs> Tomorrow I bring them home. Well, I have a I'm going to have you toss Alexis oh, back <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> And I would love, love, love to have you on the show one day, um, and yes, invite definitely. you out to talk at one of our women's groups because I personally, uh, I know not everyone in Hollywood shares my, uh, opinion, but I think this is a very legitimate part of the industry and I'd love you to come talk, um, to girls that are in this industry and getting into this industry and looking at ways to transition and how to turn this into a long-term profession, not just a flash in the frying pan moment. I'd love to have you on and talk about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just um, shoot me a email or I'll get your contact information or something. Definitely. I'd so love the to. brunette with you, I'm, I'm, stuck in tra- I, you know, I'm stuck trying to get there. Um, the brunette with you that probably hijacked you without your permission is actually my <laughs> assistant. I'm sure she'll get okay. your number uh, when we jump okay. off with you. Yeah, so give your number to her, and I'd love to have you on the show. Okay. Awesome. we yeah. talk to you about that. Okay. All right. Thank well, you. Thank you so much for sparing a minute for us. Um, if you'll hand back to Alexis, i got to send her around the rest of the con. Hi. This is Alexis again. Hi, Lex. Give her info. I like her, and I like the way she's going. She thinks in a way that a lot of young girls going into this industry don't about long-term how to make money and how to make a full-term career out of this. So get her info. I have her info. She's really? absolutely wonderful. Uh, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of actresses that don't find that transition. Now, Paul, you've worked in this industry mm-hmm. um, and you've worked in this side of this industry. And now I have to say, when I say the industry, I mean the film industry, and that includes pornography, People don't realize how entwined both parts of the industry are because we don't want you to. We don't want you to realize that, you know, Vivid is owned by Paramount. I've done this. (laughs) Like, we don't want you to realize that. We want you to think that Disney does not own a porn company, which it does, like nine. Um, We try and sell it as sweet and savory and treat this like it's something different, but the truth is it's acting and it's a part of the industry, I think is very underrated. You've worked in it, Paul. How do you find um, the pornography side of the industry versus um, what people call the industry? It's all the industry, but you know what I mean. What do you find Mm -hmm. the
2: differences? Uh, I'm sorry, you cut out there for a second. What do I find the what?
1: What differences do you find between um, the, the side of the industry I'm in and the, oh, the, you know and, okay. and porn. I mean, it's all industry. But what, what do you uh, find? Where do you find the big differences?
2: Well, a lot more nudity. Uh, oddly enough, uh, other than that, you're just literally surrounded with. Imagine it's basically kind of like filming a stunt. You know, a lot of people kind of watching, waiting for somebody to get hurt. So yeah. You know. so it's, it's there's a lot more similarities than there are differences.
1: Well, I've always seen, um, porn as a part of the industry. I don't see it as separate and distinct because it's still filmmaking. And I know that's not exactly a popular opinion. And I'm going to get a very, very abusive email from about eight, uh, executives I know by the end of this show. Um, but na 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 na, nah, I got to say what I wanted. Now let's see how I'm punished for it. Um, Alexis, what do you what do you see in there? Tell me what you're seeing. What are they selling? Who's at the booth? What's going on? Don't throw anyone new on yet. Just tell us give us a visual. Well, I see a couple of people that are still getting set up here. There are some absolutely gorgeous young women that are walking around in nothing but pasties and some of them don't even have that in string bikinis. Um, I would suggest I would suggest that Paul that. and I walk around in pasties. But I think we'd lose the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I don't think ah. they're allowed to. Um, but they do have oh. a VIP section set up at the back, where apparently they're doing massages and um, quite a few different things. That one's completely back- blocked, blocked off in the back, and they have a whole bunch of naked girls standing. Almost, or nearly naked, standing out in front in front of us. So, I was going to tell you uh, to catch me a couple of people for my sex and violence signs for the talk tomorrow, but usually when we do cons, like when Paul and I did um, Palm Springs Comic-Con last year, or when I did Phoenix Comic-Con, we always send a topless girl out with the sign that says sex and violence. Um... I don't think we're going to stand out at the con tomorrow, Paul. When we do our speech, when we do our, our panel, we'll, uh, close on our models just so they stand out. Yeah, I don't right. think they're I
0: actually allowed to get
1: naked. A, I, I need a which is, smoke which machine, is a, a Smoke machine and a machine gun. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Thank you. Because I need some pyrotechnics going off here if we're going to get any attention for this talk. What do you think, Paul?
2: Uh, how many guns you want? <laughs>
1: Well, one that goes, boom, you need a couple. But we need some pyrotechnics because we're talking about sex and violence. And especially in the porn industry, that's begun to intertwine. And I'm not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Who, by the way, Paul, I have to tell you after I described you walking Mm. out, you know, after you described you walking into the theater and then I re-described it. And we've kind of Mm. upped the horror of you walking into this movie theater alone. Everyone uh, was having a laugh, um, now kind of online, making jokes, saying, poor Paul, it sounds like you sent him out to uh, be the creepy guy in the trench coat. So I got hate mail over you. (laughs) Well, I I I don't own a trench coat,
2: but he was probably in sweatpants. So, you know, just saying.
1: Even better. Great. Now, I know Alexis, part of the reason Alexis volunteered to go ahead of me, which she never does, She always wants to be here to make sure everything's organized. She grabbed everything we usually take, threw it in the trunk of the car, said, I'll meet you there. She was there looking for BDSM stuff for her spare time hobbies. Did you find any of your stuff? They don't have that much here. Really? They only have a few booths that I've seen thus far. But I've seen a great deal of other things that are very interesting uh, that I'm going to check out and definitely talk to later. Like what? What are you seeing out there? Um, well, there are a whole bunch of plastic surgeons uh, that are doing Botox and things like that. They have corsets that are handmade. There are three pieces of artwork here. There are kilts, which I'm not quite sure how those fit in, but it seems pretty awesome, so I'm going to go check those out. Um,
0: kilts? Okay. And okay. Why is it kilts?
1: Are you sure it's not naughty little schoolgirl uniforms? No, you went to no, Catholic no, no, school, it so did I. Tilt. We both know what those look like.
2: Mm-hmm. It it we could always use the pictures, to send your pictures too, you know.
1: But there are a lot Legit. of toy shops in here that I'm definitely going to check out first hand. This is why you offered to run ahead of me and set up, isn't it? <laughs> oh, completely. <see. laughs> This is why I'm running late, because usually Alexis gets, you know, the stuff organized when we're out the door. She bolted. Like, you have no idea how quickly she bolted out of there. Um, I, but I like that. I don't know how long till we go to break. I think we're supposed to go to break about now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not keeping track of time. Um, Matt, our producer, I'm really sorry. I think I went over time. We're ready for a break, and I'm sorry, I will pay better attention next time.
3: Streaming
2: live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
3: Life is complicated, and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Help. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at BetterHelp.com forward slash VA health. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host
0: Tristan termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel time on the Voice America
3: Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome
1: back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And we have my favorite co-host and yours, Paul Michael Boland, and my assistant who's playing reporter on site, God help us all, Alexis Romero. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Hello. So I wanted to do this, and we talked about this during the break. It was something Paul and I were chatting about. People have a very skewed perception of pornography, as part of the film industry, and it is mm-hmm. part of the film industry. Like it or lump it, it is. Um, shows like The Girl Next Door helps legitimize it, but really the perception is of young girls being taken advantage of. So Lex is going to be kind of wandering around the con, occasionally bringing an actress on to speak for, you know, half a minute or so. But a lot Mm -hmm. of this, we're going to be talking to Paul. For those of you that have tuned in before, you know, Paul has a history in porn. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: So I think he is the best advice and the best person to talk to. Because what I've gotten on Twitter and everything else is steezy producers and people taking advantage. And yes, that happens, but it's not Mm -hmm. like that. It doesn't happen any more in porn than it does the rest of Hollywood.
2: Yeah, and it just doesn't... All of and it just because back. you're a pretty girl doesn't mean you're going to get taken less advantage of than a guy running a grip truck. So,
1: it's yep. just how and it that, goes. And that's exactly it. So, I'm going to ask you, Paul. I know mm-hmm. you and I usually ask other people the questions. I'm going to corner you now. What's <laughs> it like working in the porn industry?
2: Uh... You know, it's like any normal set. It's just that it's a uh, you know a lot more stickier, and there's a certain aroma. Uh, you know, there's yeah, imagine like cool. a a gym that hasn't that that really hasn't been cleaned in a while. That kind of that kind of smell, even though the place is, is the porn sets are are notoriously clean. Every sing, for every single scene. I've I've
1: heard that. I've had uh, friends of mine, producers, that produce. That um, produced for, for the Vivid, and um, a friend of mine that produced a couple of Jesse James videos. And mm-hmm. he said, no matter how much he cleaned the place, as soon as they started, they yep. got into it. The actors really get into it, and it's just what happens.
2: Yeah, and just make sure you're rolling. So. Yeah, every time, most of the time, uh, like when I was an actor in porn, and that's just simply a, a an actor, not a performer. Former, uh, I would so, tend not to be on set for the actual uh, for the actual sex scenes, re- which is what everybody says. I'm going
1: to rewind that. Can you explain the difference between an actor and a performer? Oh. Explain the difference there.
2: Basically, I'm not a cocksmith. All right, so you're not going to find me having sex on camera anywhere. But sometimes I actually need actors to play parts. Uh, in my case, there uh, it was like a, there was a, a parody boom. A few years ago that I was able to get a part of where they actually needed uh, a guy to play, say, uh, in my case, the fat roles. You know, there was also a tall guy, a black guy and an old guy. guy. Uh, So there were so I was I was alone and kind of in the fat in the fat uh, category. But uh, basically, yeah, you don't see me screwing on camera. So don't worry, people. If you've seen the photos, it's as naked as I'm going to get. If camera. they've
1: seen a photo of you on our promo page, naked in front of a tiny house with a guitar, that's as yeah. naked as you get.
2: Pretty much. And that was at a nudist resort, which was actually a wonderful place.
1: <laughs> now, what was your favorite? What was your favorite? Um, you've worked in, I, I hate to call it standard film or legitimate film. I want to find a different word for it because it's all legitimate Mainstream? film. Mainstream?
2: Mainstream, main, yeah. main Okay, you know, mainstream.
1: You work in mainstream film. You've worked in indie film, and you've worked in um, porn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What was your best experience? I mean, you've done all of them. What differences do you find?
2: Uh, well, the crews are a lot, definitely a lot smaller, and they tend to have been worked together for a very, very long time. So there is. You got to think one production company maybe do, maybe does like one or two production a year. A porn company's doing like several a week. So these guys really? and ladies constantly work with one another. So they literally becomes a rather well-oiled machine rather quickly. You know, because it's the same wardrobe person. It's the same camera guy. It's the same guy, same grip truck. So they know where everything is. So it's, it's, it's really efficient. Because you know how it is so on set, sets when everybody's just kind sex. of figuring everybody else for so the first few days. You figure out, oh, I can count on this person for that. I can count on that person for this. I can't count on this person for that. You know, or, you know, okay, that one's, yeah. oh, yeah, is that the PA who hit his head on the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just point him at some shiny. You know, that kind of stuff. So that's already figured out. Yeah, And then the guys tend to be more pros than the girls anyways. That's, what, you know, because you, get, you got to admit there, that is a pretty... Pretty lucky job that I really wish that my high school guidance counselor told me was an option.
1: <laughs> that is a pretty lucky job that everyone's high school guidance counselor told wish told them was a job.
2: Um, mm-hmm. The
1: guys get paid less to do porn a lot of the times than girls. Now, that right? I find interesting, actually, right
2: now there's a lot less money going on. So actually, what we refer to as the good dick, i.e. the experienced ones, they're making about as much as the girls mm-hmm. now. You know.
1: Well, that's people. Yeah, like someone like uh, Jesse James, uh, and like James Dean, especially, is doing really well. Mm-hmm. I will ask this, and this is something I'm going to address tomorrow on uh, on air, not on air on our panel because it's all called on air to me. Um, there has been an influx of uh, everyone wanting this amateur porn, these new girls
2: mm-hmm. to
1: come in and do that. But-
2: that's how it is, do and that's part, of the reason, that's part of the reason that the uh, uh, wages are being being dropped on the girl's side. Because, like, every day, really? more and more, the fresh supply of uh, women who want to do this coming in every day.
1: And, that, and, now, and I've seen guys take great care of girls and set them up, producers. On the other hand, you've got guys that will come in and really take advantage of these girls. And so part of what Paul and I are going to be talking about tomorrow, um, I haven't worked in porn, but Paul's going to talk to you about what a legitimate porn set, what a legitimate set in porn uh, porn films, Mm -hmm. indie films, um, mainstream films are. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how not to get scammed. Mm
0: -hmm. And we're
1: both going to talk to you about how to take the numbers you get because these young girls come in straight off the streets and they've got 65,000 followers.
4: Uh-huh. And how
1: to turn that into money. And so that's kind of what we're going to be talking to you about. So a lot of this is geared more to the performers there mm-hmm. than than the visitors. So we're probably going to be the least popular show there. <laughs> but we're adorable, so come see us anyway. Now, Paul, what made you decide to, to take that... Um, that step into porn. I know I got offered... Uh, even Playboy I turned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was under threat of death from my father. Oh, then yeah. again, this is the same This is the same man that cried when I took a job as a producer rather than um, being Toxie's girlfriend in the, Toxie's final stand because he loves <laughs> the Toxic Avenger movies. So, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe he's not the sound, sound mind and advice that we need here. But, um, what made you take that leap?
2: Well, it was just because an opportunity that was presented to me. Uh, I had a friend who was over at a, a porn company, company, and they were talking to him about maybe working with with uh, my uh, with the the guy I knew who's in visual effects. Effects, and mm-hmm. uh, they wound up not working together. But there was just a conversation between the the. Uh, uh, my friend and the guy from the from the porn company, what their next upcoming productions were, and they said that they were having problems uh, casting uh, roles in the Big Lebowski. They wanted to do a triple X parody of that, and I was along the line, and and basically, my friend told the porn porn guy that you know what, you might want to check out a buddy of mine because Walter has been his Halloween costume for the last three years. So, I basically already had the wardrobe, went in, and, like, because it's like, you know, it was something to do. I hadn't acted in a while, and it really looked like a fun part, and to be a part of the Big Lebowski canon, although a sticky part. Uh,
1: It's still, that's still a big deal. Why do you think there is such stigma? around um being involved in pornography because even as a legitimate actor and you are very much a legitimate actor um there is stigma with people switching back and forth between the two um you know you you know ron jeremy i know ron jeremy um Mm -hmm. i saw him not too long ago he looks like shit by the way ron clean it up seriously um there, there seems to be the stigma that you can't get away from, and yeah,
2: some as as I it says, some it. shit doesn't some shit doesn't wash off. So you know, it's it's Why just how, how it, it a, is. There there's there's just this. Uh, well, it's kind of like uh, there was a website a few years ago called Porn MD. And it it was basically an aggregate. If you if there was something that you wanted to see, you went there, and it sent you to all the other tube sites, which are pretty much killing the industry. Uh, but they also had this great little part where you can go state by state and see where the most searched uh, porn terms were. And the one I, think I found like
1: Connecticut a or little Mills.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think my home state was compilation. So. There you go. But if Fair you look enough. at all the southern states at the time, all at, interracial porn. All black porn. All cocoa puffs. You know, everything, you know, is all in you know California was all like might being. be a might be a actually it was teenager if I remember right. Uh, was it? Yeah, when not you start, lied to me. <laughs> You know, Don't say a
1: word, Paul. Just keep going.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I, I remember that something in the Middle East was an angry trench coat, which I, I did not click on that because uh, I. I uh, you can see things, but you can't unsee things. You know.
1: One of the things I'm concerned with, and I'm going to be really straightforward, and it's something we're going to talk about tomorrow, is there has been an upswing globally, on uh, snuff porn which I didn't know what that was until I Googled it, and I strongly suggest you do not Google it, anyone. Um, yeah, I'm
2: not Googling and, that.
1: No. Don't Google that. No. Um, but it basically means killing girls during during these, these pornographic scenes. And yeah, there's been a huge yeah,
2: up until uh Up until like a few years ago, the snuff films was literally something that was just... Uh, uh, it, it was just like a what's 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 the word that I'm looking for? Uh, uh, basically, a tall tale. You know, it was a mythological thing. It's something that didn't really happen. But now everybody's got a camera, and if you're in certain parts of the world where you don't where you're a particular type of person who looks down on another type of person, like say a war zone area area than these things when somebody has no respect it, for it, human it's life it's
1: happening to muslim yeah. like flat out it's happening to muslim girls in the middle east are being kidnapped and this is happening
2: yeah. just, I'm,
1: I'm gonna say if you're not gonna say it i'm gonna say it
2: mm. yeah yeah it's happening in the russia trade too and plus out of the out yep. of uh and Asia. pacific rim like malaysia and yeah, yeah it's it's basically when human life is of uh, is more of a commodity than uh, well, something that you should we respect. Have,
1: we have depressed the fuck out of this show that was supposed to be fun and about porn. So we're mm-hmm. going to go to a break, and when we come back, Paul and I will have our shit together. We are going to get our shit together and not talk about the shitty side of porn. Um, mm-hmm. Except two girls, one cup, we will discuss that phenomenon. I'm Summer Helene, we are on with Paul Michael Boland and my assistant Alexis, who has said nothing through the entire uh, segment (laughs) because let's face it, the last time I asked her anything in public, she yelled at me and cried afterwards. We will Mm. be right back.
2: the internet's number one talk station
3: number one talk station Voiceamerica.com. i'm busy and so is my family leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore just ask my bathroom scale that all changed when i found freshly for less than ten dollars a meal freshly delivers six meals a week always fresh never frozen prepared by top chefs and nutritionists
0: Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
4: Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best kept secrets and more on the sexy lifestyle with Carolyn David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage. Not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
0: You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day guys.
1: Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host. I'm Helene, and I am stuck in traffic, Paul. Am I coming through loud and clear, or am I spotty and terrible?
2: uh, You were in the intro, but you seem to have cleared up now.
1: Yay, okay, so I'm not going to move from this position. I'm going to park my car in the middle of the freeway. Um, (laughs) So uh, until the really dark turn that Paul and I took, we were talking about pornography being a legitimate part of the industry. I know that's something Paul believes. I know it's something I believe, And I think it's a great way to empower women in the film industry because for many, many years, women have been victims of pornography is, I I think, a really good way to put that. And in the last 30 years, there's been this resurgence of women becoming producers. Pornography has been made that's geared towards women as well now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. And Alexis, um, who has not said two words, uh, no, she did say two words, so I'm giving her points. Congratulations, Alexis, you beat your last record. Uh, has a very hey. special guest for us to talk to. Her name is I Zoe know. Knight. But just one moment here. Hello. Hello. Hey, nice, Zoe, welcome to the show. Hello. So we have a whole bunch of questions to ask you. My, I'm Summer Helene. This is Paul Michael Boland, my co host. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work in mainstream media. Paul works in mainstream media, independent film and in porn, and we're trying Mm -hmm. to kind of talk to the audience and explain that it all goes under one umbrella. No matter what aspect of the industry you work in, it's all the film industry. Um, It's all hard work. It's all building your image and your reputation, and it's all about building your brand. So for you, you've got a really big following. You've got... um, A couple of of really nice guys. I see beautiful comments online about your work. What brought you into doing this?
4: Um, Being a nude model is something that I always wanted to do. Um, I basically was, you know, somebody who just always wanted to do Playboy. It was very glamorous, very beautiful. Um, But I just never knew how to get in. So I wasn't brave enough to actually have someone take a photo of me and send it to the magazine. Um, I ended up bartending at a strip club for about three years and through that experience met um, a photographer who was shooting a feature dancer and through that is how I became a model.
1: Now that to me is very, very interesting because experiences like that, working at a strip club um, gives you the confidence to be on stage, unclothed in front of those people because I know I couldn't do it. Um, you know, oh, I, I have, I. I've done topless things, yeah, needed to Paul. um, but no, no offense, none no would pay to see Paul or I'd take off our clothes, let's be real. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but you definitely have to be that's, brave
4: to bear it all
1: in front of everyone. That's exactly it. It takes a lot of confidence and doing it night after night, that would build the confidence to get you to the point that you were able to model and did have the confidence to do that. Absolutely.
4: Do you have a good team behind you? Do you have a good support system? When I first started, the number one thing that my photographer told me is you have to have a good support system. Because, unfortunately, yes. there are mean people out there. There are people who don't agree with what it is that I do or what others do. And that's okay because they're, you know, of course entitled to their opinion. Um well, okay. what matters it's, at the end of the a, day is that I can look I'm, myself in the face in the mirror and that I get a great night's sleep, you know? So as long as I don't feel like I'm, I'm doing anything wrong, then I'm really not. I'm going to have to interrupt you there. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Um, and say it's not that you shouldn't feel like what you're doing, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. It is there, the fact that there is nothing wrong with what you are doing. Absolutely nothing,
4: and if anyone makes you feel that, that way, other people, uh, you know, unfortunately, think that there is something wrong with it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. No, then they're fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you because of course. Yeah, but America is really full that. of
2: idiots. So you know.
4: Yeah, that's oh, okay, okay. We'll fine. We'll Just say, say the half
1: the of America person. that doesn't like that are fucking idiots. We'll agree on that. We all <laughs> agree on that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Now, for you, do you think, where do you plan on going? A lot Women get into this, and I love to see women, you know, you go from this, you build your fan base. Are you looking at producing eventually? Are you looking at putting money into real estate? What are you planning on doing with um, the actually, I want to open cachet up my that own you've created?
4: That would be so fantastic. I'm sorry. It's really hard to hear you, so I'm trying very hard... Um, but yeah, I wanna I'm on my audience. own agency in a few years. Um, so that's my major goal. And I also want to do things like Budweiser commercial, Carl's Junior, you know, of course they're very sexy. Um, and I'd like to be like a red carpet interviewer. So I'm always very open to doing interviews and I'm you know, constantly bugging the girls that I work with. Hey, can I interview? Hey, can let me put you on camera? No, no, because they're much more shy than I am. <laughs>
1: Well, then that means you're going to make it and the other girls aren't. Because if you've got the (laughs) balls to to get up there and do it, that's what it takes.
3: That's Mm, really what it
1: takes. Now, I know we're doing short segments with different women um, at the con and different people at the con. Thank you so much for doing this segment with us. I'd love that the brunette girl that I'm sure kidnapped you um, is my assistant. I'd love to have you on the show uh, with Paul and I one week where we can dedicate a show to you and chat and go more into depth. I'd love to have you on. So give your info to my assistant. She'll set it up with you. And Paul and I would love to get on with you because I know we'd like, we love getting into the nuts and bolts of it. And right now we're talking about adult con, so we have a few minutes with each person. But I'd really really like to talk to you and have you. you on. Well, it was very, very nice meeting you. If you'll throw the phone back at my assistant, <laughs> um, Paul and I are Come going on. to carry on. And we look forward to having you on the show soon. Sounds good.
2: Bye bye. Uh, pleasure talking okay. to you.
1: Now, that's what I like to hear. I love to hear a girl with a plan saying, I want to open my own agency doing this. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm glad that she is so secure in what she's doing. Um, I've talked to a lot of girls in this industry, and I'm sure you have too, that are embarrassed by what they're doing.
2: Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. No, no, are they embarrassed no, no, or no, no, they no, just don't be- know how that certain member of their family would feel about maybe them appearing in something that maybe that person in their family actually watches? You know?
1: See, I, so. I guess I come from a different kind of family. My mom would be cheering me on my dad mm-hmm. would refuse to watch the video and give me a high five and say, you better be the best and win an award. Just tell me <laughs> what <laughs> films you're in so I don't watch them.
2: Yeah, I know. It's, uh, some friends of mine, I probably you know ruined a few moods when they turn around and see, oh my God. It's <laughs> so Paul.
1: you really, ah, so you're like,
2: Paul. It's Paul. Ah, you know, so.
1: Yeah. See, I'm the exact opposite. I want to go. I haven't seen your but I'm going to have Alexis hunt them down after this, because i got to watch the big Lebowski one.
2: It's not hard. You can find, there's even like a fan cut on, uh, on YouTube I saw not too long ago, where they cut out all the naughty bits. So like they can that. be shown on YouTube and not get taken down.
1: I'll have to check that out. See, mm-hmm. what I want to see, they need to do like a Flintstones porn, and you need to be Fred. I was. Are you kidding me?
2: no we didn't have that discussion <laughs> that, was just, that was my second you nomination
1: have just become, you have just mm-hmm. become the coolest person I know
2: <laughs> yeah I think I showed you the picture of me and the girl who played my daughter Pebbles in it which was just a weird day for me and Pebbles was 18 Pebbles was 18 yeah. Pebbles was
1: 18 I, I'm clear on that I did not know you played Fred maybe I remember it from a long time ago and I'm now thinking it would be really cool but, see, I love that. I think the only porn I ever watched in my life was one, and it was a Brady Bunch porn. And it came out on video. Um, it, Ron had a cameo in it. He mentioned it to me. And uh, I mentioned it to a, a friend of mine, Katie, and a couple of other girls. And yeah, not, porn did, Ron, Ron didn't have sex Brady... with anyone. He, yeah. he just was there. Um, and my friends told me, you know, my, my girlfriends and I all got together because we had all, you know, watched the Brady Bunch, We bunch mm-hmm. of girls, yeah. decided we were going to watch the Brady Bunch porn. We ended up very drunk. I fell asleep five minutes into it, um, and then my friends ended up tweeting pictures of unconscious me, and one of them got themselves banned from MySpace because, you know, now I just dated when we watched this uh, mm-hmm. for putting pictures from this movie up because
0: it was I, the
2: funniest I, freaking thing I'd seen. I can date it if it's the Brady Bunch that you're thinking of, which is this ain't the Brady Bunch that was directed by Will Ryder, who's the guy who who directed me in the Flintstones. So. Really? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I believe the girl who played Marsha played Wilma, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Hillary Scott.
1: That's Scott. awesome. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, I should really bug him for another role someday. Yeah, who knows? Yeah.
1: We
2: should Never get not. on the show.
1: Hmm? I, I'd love to. I really like to get some people from that from that side of our industry on the show. The problem is, I don't know a lot. I know Ron. I know Jenna Jameson, and I know Jesse James. That's it.
2: Fair enough. Uh, Just Jess, well, Jesse, I worked very briefly with, but I wouldn't say. Well, I was I was a crew guy. Uh, I was on Pirates Two as a set dresser, uh, and we like. Literally, they had to rebuild the boat on a soundstage in Van Nuys. And I was, you know, literally moving around 500-pound cannons for porn. And that's not a euphemism for anything. I was literally moving around, you know, (laughs) relic cannons that were made of cast Uh, iron. All
1: right, we've got a lot of questions on Twitter, so we're not going to do any more interviews with people there. I'm asking Paul the Twitter questions. First question that we've had 149 of, I'm not kidding, 149 people have asked the question, do fluffers exist? Are fluffers real? Are fluffers a thing? Or some variation of that? First of all, uh, what is a fluffer, and are they real?
2: A fluffer is more or less an urban legend, only under certain types of porn, which I'll explain in a second. Uh, the, uh, the idea of a fluffer is uh, a girl that keeps the uh, male talent uh, at attention, while between scenes. That okay. doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. It, it happens in what is referred to as a gangbang. Uh, and more of the, more of the larger gangbangs. Uh, a girl I know, I believe she hit 918. Teen, and they did have to use fluffers Holy to get the guys.
1: shit. Could she walk afterwards?
2: I do not know. She did not do that in this country. Uh, and I haven't really talked to her after that. that but, uh, Somebody needs to
1: buy that poor girl a hemorrhoid pillow.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and apparently she was also you know like you know yodeling and uh, skiing at the same time. If anybody gets those references, uh,
0: I don't know. Just what pantomime, that means.
2: just pantomime like you're skiing and you'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah,
1: okay,
2: okay, yep, yep. People are getting it. There you go. Uh, so no fluffers. Ouch. Fluffers do not exist, and if you are a fluffer, you're not dealing with one ding-ding. In that case, you probably had to deal with about a 918.
1: Nice. So, uh, next thing, the next question, hang on. This is very convoluted. I'm going to give you the short version. Okay, there is really no short version to this, so uh, I'm going to try this again. How do you become a porn actor? And we've got this from 99, 100, 103. Hey, this is okay. just going up. I'm not even going right. to count I'm, these I'm anymore a, on Twitter. Yeah,
2: I'm assuming I'm assuming he's talking about maybe uh, not what I do. Uh, this which isn't is,
1: a he. We have over a hundred of these questions. How huh. do you, so I become I'm a male performer? I'm assuming
2: that star? you guys are asking, you know, how do you become a male performer or a cocksmith, as I like to put it. Put it. Uh, look. There's, an in, there's a, uh, uh, a saying in the industry, new dick, big problems. If the guy can't, guys can't fake it. So, and once you're on set and there's a bunch of guys who look like me with their arms crossed waiting for you to get, you know, it's, that's a talent. Not everybody can do it. So the easiest way to get in is to find a girl that everybody wants to see have sex on camera and convince that girl that she only wants to work with you.
1: Now, I heard this was a comment from Jesse James when I had a conversation. Uh, not, I keep calling him Jesse James. James Dean. I'm, I'm now merging mm. Jesse Jane and James Dean. Um, what I heard from James Dean, uh, he said "If you, the only way you will ever make it in porn is if you can masturbate in a room full of people. If you're comfortable yep. masturbating in a room full of people, you'll be able to do it.
2: Public transit doesn't count. Uh, yeah, that's pretty think, much it. I
1: think that's a ticket in itself.
2: Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I didn't. Well, like I said before, I did. I tend not to wander on set when the sex scenes are happening because I doubt that I would have a good effect on a man's erection. If I did, why are they in that? Why are they doing this?
1: Um, we have a question. We've got about three minutes left, so I'm going to ask these. Really quickly and uh, we'll answer them as quick as possible. Uh, as a girl, if how do I get into porn? Amateur porn is very, very popular right now. You can get into it. If you want to hear about how to make yourself famous and get known so you don't get taken advantage of for guys and girls, uh, come mm-hmm. to mine and Paul's seminar tomorrow, 2 o'clock, the LA Convention Center. We're going to tell you how to do this in a professional way and keep yourself safe. Uh, I don't know what gay for pay is. How do Ah! I avoid doing gay for pay?
2: Uh, Well, you can just say no. Uh, Apparently, it's much easier for a male performer to get into gay porn uh, than it is to get into straight porn. Porn. So uh, gay for pay is guys who have sex with other guys on camera, but they're not gay. They're just doing it for the money.
1: You know what? My hat's off to them. That is a real performer. I'm sorry if, yeah. if if you're doing this and this is your job and you're doing what needs to be done for your job. Good on yep. you, bloke.
4: Yep. That, uh. that, is, that
1: is a that is a bloody that is a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, we have re- we've reached the end of our show. If you want to talk to Paul and I, we're happy to talk to you. We're done answering questions. Um, and a lot of these that came with pictures, I am not answering. It's not going to happen. And I'm not sending them to Paul. And shame on you. Um, you can but, send them to
2: Paul. That's fine.
1: Okay, maybe I'll send them to Paul. But if you want to know more about it, go to um, Adult Con. If you want to know more about toys, go to Adult Con. If you want to know more and learn more about your sexuality yourself, go to Adult Con. It's a great place. With people, people are really cool. Nobody's judging everyone. They are. There's um, a little just judging. To have a good you know, time and hard. chat. There's, okay, if There's you're coming a to suit, there'll be a little judging. we got to go. Guys, come tomorrow. See you at uh, Comic Con. We'll see you at uh, Adult Con tomorrow, 2 p.m. <laughs> Paul and I have a, a panel. Good night.
0: See you
2: tomorrow. All right, kids. Have fun.